Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. Happy Thanksgiving! I'm so excited that you and your family are joining us today for this Thanksgiving edition of the Travel Tidbits podcast. I'm Sharon Sproul, and today Michelle Breyer joins me as we invite you into our homes to give you a glimpse of what our day looks like. Hi, Michelle. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Hi, Sharon. Hello to everyone listening. Yeah. So before this conversation goes, where I can only assume where it will go because Michelle lives in New York. (laughs) Michelle, why don't you give our listeners, why don't you invite them into your home and tell us like, what does your Thanksgiving day look like? Does your family have like traditions that you do every year or, you know, what is it? We are definitely a tradition family. So growing up in Manhattan, my mother would start the turkey really early in the morning and we would have someone watch the turkey while we went out to the parade. We would get there early and whatnot. And then we would come home and our family, our extended family would come over. And we would, you know, as kids, we would play all day while the adults did all the work. And um, it always would wind up turning into a sleepover. And the night before Thanksgiving is just as big in our family as it is for Thanksgiving Day. I know a lot of people tend to travel the Wednesday before, but it's a it's like Christmas Day and Christmas Eve. You know how they can both be really spectacular? Yes. But um now as as an adult and a parent myself, our traditions have changed. You can find us usually out at my dad's house with the same kind of format. It's an all-day thing. We watch the parade on TV now. We also like to watch the March of the Wooden Soldiers. There's a couple of different things that we do, but it's all about food and it's why it's one of my favorite holidays. It's about food and family. It's not about gifts. This year we are deviating though, and we are going to Boston for Thanksgiving. Wow. Uh, we decided to take a little bit of a road trip. We are just going to be the four of us rather than being with our extended family. And we are going to be in a hotel and we're going to a restaurant rather than, you know, cooking our own meal. So we'll see what the change is like. How about you? What do you guys do for Thanksgiving? Yeah. So on both my side and Robert's side, we have large families and we all live within like 15 minutes of each other. So we usually do lunch with my family. And so there's like generally a minimum of 20 people. Wow. Upwards to 30, 35 people. My mom has a fairly large house that my grandfather built. And there's been a couple of years where like, okay, where where are we going to put everybody? Because my mom <laughs> will not entertain the idea of putting the kids even in a totally separate room. Last year, we did convince her to let them sit in our homeschool classroom, which was just okay. like right off. Like, just we <laughs> we ended up. She has this huge hallway as you enter. We call it the breezeway, and so we line tables up in there for okay. everybody to sit. And so this room is right off from that. I mean, with the door open, they're they're right there. And we're like, listen, they've got to 
the kids have to sit in there. We have no more space. <laughs> and so she was okay with that because where she was going to sit, she could at least see them. So, okay. You know, she was fine. But yes, I mean, we growing up, we grew up not with a lot of money. So it really, my mom, it was all about the traditions. And so while my mom cooked, me and my sister were vegged out on the couch watching the parade. And we were <laughs> in charge of just making sure the table was set up and ready to go. And she did all the cooking. And now as everybody's getting older, you know, yeah. like we split the jobs up. I mean, I do not cook. Okay. Robert does the cooking in the family. So I'm usually... Oh. We usually bring the paper products and the drinks and stuff like that. And all the other women (laughs) do the cooking. Lucky you, Sharon. Yes. They say I can cook. It's just that I don't like it. And so, therefore, I get out of it. I don't know. I would say otherwise. I'm not not very very good at it. It's not. It's not my thing. No. (laughs) So, yeah, so we usually bring the stuff that doesn't involve cooking. We don't want to set anything on fire. But, yeah, I mean, like, we'll have, like, three turkeys and a ham and five different kind of stuffings and two different kind of mashed potatoes. You know, you never knew mashed potatoes could be a thing. (laughs) Some people like it this way. Other people like it this other way. So two kinds of mashed potatoes and then cakes and pies and oh. I just thought of a question when you were saying that. Yeah. Do you guys, this is what we do since we're together for so long during the day, we have like rounds, like we'll eat one round, rest, and then you see everybody going back to the table for like <laughs> round two or three or four. No, but we should do that because <laughs> we end up going to Robert's families that evening where oh, they right. have the same food. Gotcha. And God bless. By the time we get there, they're like, are y'all eating? We're like, no. <laughs> we're oh, really, you're done. We really aren't. We're, we're full. <laughs> but they have come to just know that we're not going to eat that much. We'll do like a little picking just uh-huh. because there's a couple of things they do have there that, you know, like green bean casserole. We don't have that at my mom's or things like that, you know, that we'll get some of, but we don't do much when it comes to dinner. What is your favorite side? I'm all about the sides rather than the turkey. Well, yes, absolutely. The sides are <laughs> are the way to go. So my mom makes, I call it jello salad. And really, it's just jello with like this whipped, I'm going to call it icing just for the lack okay. of a term, but almost Mixed. like a icing on top. And okay. it is so, so yummy. The oh, kids love it. Sounds good. <laughs> It is a dessert in and of itself, but because we leave room for dessert, we always do it with the meal. And so more it's, gotcha. it's more like a jello salad side. So we, Oh, that's really cool. Then, though. Oh yeah. So we do. We enjoy that. But we're we're gonna be like you this year, Michelle. We're actually I'm um, we're going to miss all of that. We Uh-oh. are heading to Myrtle Beach for Thanksgiving. You know what? That sounds heavenly and they can just save the leftovers in the freezer for you. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So we we are going with some of Robert's family. Cool. His biological mom and their kids and everything. And so I'm actually really excited. This is the first time that we have traveled. I don't want to say for a major holiday because we do generally travel over Easter just because that's when spring break is for us. Yep. But Thanksgiving, Christmas, like fall holidays, this is our first travel. 
And I have to tell you, I'm so excited about it because Robert and I talk like, I feel like sometimes with our families living so close together, we're just on the road back and forth. And we never just get to truly enjoy the holiday. And this year, we're going to enjoy the holiday. We are. Yeah. Like with you all, we're going to go out to eat and um, either for lunch or dinner. But other than that, like the hotel we're staying at has like an indoor water area. Kids want to go do that. They can. We can stay in the room if we want. Just everybody do. Post about it. I want to know. I want to know the details. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Um, So I am. I'm looking forward to that. Cool. It's just going to be a time of rest and relaxation, which excellent, which is needed. <laughs> so, of yeah. yeah. So yeah, I am excited about that. But every year, you know, my family does talk about going to New York over Thanksgiving and attending the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in person. Just a few weeks ago, we were talking about going next year maybe but then i think we've decided to push it out even a few more years so that okay. my youngest niece can get a little older like everybody knows you live in new york and yes you know you all have been to the parade so like what advice do you have how do you deal with the crowds or what's the best location you know like give us the goods there's people that get the bleacher seats And then there's the people that just wing it. We've always been the kind that wing it. So one, use the bathroom before you leave, like as much as you can. (laughs) Two, get a spot, you know, behind the barricades and don't move. You can't leave. And it's really hard to do with young children. I tried to do it with my son when he was two. It backfired. It was freezing. Oh, man. Which, you know, the weather here this fall has been pretty mild. I don't want to jinx it. And, um, you know, it's been like the the high 60s to like low 70s. So if that pattern continues, it's going to be amazing weather. Hopefully the sun comes out. But yeah, pack snacks if you're bringing your kids, juice boxes, etc. It's kind of like New Year's Eve in New York City. Like if you're watching that ball drop, you're not going anywhere. If you're smart, you're staying in your spot and you're going to be a trooper. I am a seasoned vet and my children are older now and have no desire to go, which is fine by me. <laughs> you know, I, if I'm not traveling, I would like to be at home cooking my turkey and just running back and forth to the television, seeing what's on TV. But for those, you know, that look to like check it off their bucket list, absolutely. Something you got to do at least once. With or without kids, you know, any types of travelers, solo travelers, couples, of course families, you're going to get that spot and you're going to get there super duper duper early. And you know, the start of the parade is the most exciting, you know, and then you've got for me it's about the balloons. My friend loves the Broadway performers. That's not my thing. I'm all about the balloons. I love the clowns. Santa is my absolute favorite because that just marks, you know, the kickoff for Christmas. Like, you know, it's Thanksgiving Day, but boom, you see Santa and it's on. And um, that for me is truly the best part. Also, as a child, like uh, like a preteen, I remember seeing like my favorite, you know, singers, new kids on the block. I think Tiffany did it one time. So that was a highlight for me 
growing up and we lived in Manhattan. So we literally took the bus over and then took the bus back. Um, and it was, you know, 20 minutes there and back. So it was a quick trip for us. I want to say I've done it at least six times. Oh, wow. In my life, which is more than enough. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I know, I know people that book a hotel a year in advance and yes. get that window view. They're going to pay for those rooms that have that Central Park, kind of Central Park West or, you know, anywhere that's going to give them a shot of the parade route. I know people that, you know, have connections and get those bleacher seats. Like I've Mm -hmm. said, I've never done that. But again, that's another spot. You're not moving. You're staying there, you know, probably for the duration. But also, like I had said during my childhood, the night before is just as special. Going to watch them inflate the balloons is spectacular. And a lot of people, it's like one of the hottest nights in New York City for families, for everybody. A lot of people hit the bars before, after, during, while everything's being inflated. The Upper West Side is happening. Restaurants, kids running around. There's a lot of hustle and bustle that's just really, really just electrifying. There's just something about it that goes with that tradition. I've never taken my children to the inflating, but I've gone as a child and a teenager myself, and you make a big night of it. You kind of hope that your family is not the one cooking so that you can, you guys can like stay out for most of the night. And then in my twenties, I kind of slacked off and didn't help much the next day because I'd be so tired from running around bar hopping with, you know, my college friends and whatnot. And again, just like Christmas Eve, it's just as important. So if you're, you know, if you're a traveler looking to, you know, plan for next year, let's say 2023, you're going to want to book that hotel. You're going to want to ask your pineapple escapes agent, like, okay, what are the hot spots for inflating those balloons? Where do I want to eat? Where do I want to go drink? There's a lot to plan. It's not just kind of like just show up. And I mean, I guess if you want to wing it, you can, but if you have, you know, a travel agent helping you with, you know, all the, the hot spots and the hidden gems and all of those things, why not? You can make the most of, you know, 48 to 96 hours in New York City and kicking off that Christmas uh, spirit. Yeah. So so we, um, I mean, the ultimate dream, right, is sort of just watch the parade from a cozy hotel room. <laughs> yeah. And so like, you know, I have started doing some research of what hotels are on that parade route and, you know, what, what are the best ones to do? So, but like you said, you want to book them a year in advance. They absolutely. do book up very quickly. Very yeah, quickly. absolutely. And if, you know, if you're going to, you know, another, another piece of advice is if you're going to do it, book with another family or two, make it, you know, make it an event where everyone's sharing in the memories and, um, Maybe if you have enough families, you could get a, you know, a discount as a group. Yeah. You know, get a really good rate. But I'm going to tell you that it takes planning. If you're just going to, you know, it's kind of like going to Salem for Halloween. If you're just going to wing it and plan last minute, just like, oh, let me just see what there is out there. You're going to, you're going to get shut out. It takes time. It takes um, research. You know, you need someone that knows what they're doing if you're going to do it right, which is where we come in, right? Yeah, absolutely. And like those, I mean, it is best to make it a group effort too. 
I'm just seeing some things in my research that a lot of people, like maybe grandma and granddaddy or mom and dad, will get that prime room with yep. the view. And then mm-hmm. the kids with the grandkids stay on the other side of the hotel, the not view rooms. Yep. Because you only need the one room. And then some of these that hotels. <laughs> that's right. You just need yep. the one window. <laughs> And then some of these hotels like have a catered lunch that you can, you know, make reservations for or things like that, you know. So really, you're not missing out on the Thanksgiving like you would think you are. It It just looks a little different that year. And then my family, all the ladies on Black Friday go Black Friday shopping. I mean, what's best to do Black Friday shopping than in New York, you know, take some Christmas presents home with you. You took the words out of my mouth. That's it. You pack one suitcase and then you bring one that's empty. That's, that's the key. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know, the guys can stay at the hotel yep. with the kids. If there's an indoor pool, they can go swimming and stuff like that. And Or take later. advantage of Central Park. That's you right. You know, if you're doing it, you've got yes. the carousel there, the zoo. There's, I mean, we could just do a whole special on Thanksgiving in New York City. Yes. And all the things there are to do for free. And, you know, if you want to, if you want to splurge, but yeah, if you've got the group that's doing the Black Friday shopping, then the group that's going to hang with the kids, mm-hmm. so much to do. Absolutely. Yes. You can, I mean, you can check off quite a lot on a New York City bucket list if you're going to be here during the holidays. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, get those dining reservations in and there's just so much And that. Like you sure. said, that is definitely where we can come in. And help. I mean, you live right there. You're helping us get all the inside scoops for it. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you're going to be planning, Sharon, you know who to call, right? Because oh, I totally give you, uh, and if you're planning it a couple years in advance, even better. We've got yes. plenty of time. Yeah. So that's, we, we did it. I've started doing some research, but we know we want Grace to be a little older. She is seven now. Okay. But she's a little thing. She's very tiny. And it sort of scared us thinking, okay, well, yeah, she'll be a little bigger next year. But Grace still is a, you know, a petite little girl. And yeah, so maybe like she's a cutie. So we just, you know, (laughs) picture like, no, we we want her to get a little older so that she can see, you know, because we know it will be crowded and things like that. And, And so she can feel like a big girl, too, not necessarily like. Not like a little girl. Oh, so yeah. Is she the youngest of the kids? She is the youngest yeah. of the kids. I'll have to like pipe in when this um, episode airs, like pipe in a picture maybe from when, when we went to Universal last year. She was so cute with her Universal and um, we were trying hot butter beer and uh-huh. they got um, just a couple and she ended up taking one of them and wouldn't let anybody else have it because she loved it so much. <laughs> so you, I have her like drinking her hot butter beer through a straw because that's how she was drinking it. And Adorable. she just, yeah, I was like, okay, Grace, you've got it going on right there. You you know what you like. <laughs> she was on her way to Seuss Landing. So she was really something. <laughs> it's probably her heaven right there. That she was in heaven. That was like her few minutes of, of pure joy. So, yeah. And I guess speaking of Universal, I mean, if you want to see like those 
just the balloons, but you don't necessarily want to fight that New York crowd or yep. if, or if you have no interest in going to New York, I mean, go to Florida, go to Universal Orlando Resort. They have their Christmas parade is sponsored by Macy's and they have some of the floats. I think they're like retired floats. If, if I'm remembering correctly, I, I didn't even look for this. That's a good answer. This episode, because I didn't even think we would head in that direction. But that is, I saw it last year. And I have to tell you, I teared up watching that parade. It was one of the best parades I've ever seen. Wow. Yeah. Yes. That says a lot. Yeah, it is. There's also one in Hawaii, I believe, at the same time, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. In that, oh, man, talk about traveling for Thanksgiving. That would right? be awesome because they have the floats with all the gorgeous flowers and everything. Oh, my yeah. goodness. That would be something right there. I'm going to have <laughs> when we get off of this, be like, okay, Robert, when are we planning Hawaii for Thanksgiving? <laughs> because... I would be into that. <laughs> that would that be would like, be nice. I want to do Mexico at Christmas. Of course, that's oh, really way off topic because this wow. is a Thanksgiving edition. But yeah, you know. <laughs> right around the corner, though, you can think about planning that is, in a few years. Hey, isn't that the reason for the Macy's parade? Like, it, yes, it's Thanksgiving, but it's kicking in the Christmas that's season right. with Santa. <laughs> yep. That's it. Oh. Well, I hope you and your family have fun in Boston. I can't wait to... Thank to you. see you all too, the pictures Sharon and videos in here. Travel safe. Yes. Well, I guess it is that time. Everybody needs to go check on the turkey or the ham. So stay <laughs> tuned next week when Samantha, Jamie, and myself discuss our recent trip to Punta Cana. We can't wait to tell you all about the Pineapple Escapes agent training and most importantly, the floating taco bar. So oh, that sounds heavenly. Stay tuned. I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. We hope that you make lots of memories today. Bye. Bye-bye. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.